0: Episode 47 of the Elite Road Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the Elite Road Warrior Podcast, where we believe you can leverage the road to transform your work, health, and home life while on business travel to ultimately master the business travel life. If you're a road warrior, and a great chance you're on the road right now, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Elite Road Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Paul Buckley, fellow road warrior, still a husband of one, father of five, and not traveling this week. And the fam is thrilled. But I'm also committed each and every business trip to becoming and remaining an Elite Road Warrior. And I would love nothing more than for you to join my master evil plan and join this specific road trip. Now, each of the Elite Roadwear podcast episodes has a focus energy habit, and this episode will focus on energy habit number four, perform. Let me tell you a quick story. Scott reached out to me, and he has been a road for years, and although he's one sharp guy, he struggles with conversation on the road. So he's good at his job, he knows his stuff, but seems to be missing the, quote, connecting with people, quote, part of the program. Scott answers any questions he's asked, but any real conversation is, well, it's sold separately with him. And he wonders if it's a personality thing, since he's a little more on the introverted reserve side. He also wonders if it's a confidence issue and doesn't want to look foolish. Now, Scott is also more on the private side, and so trust is a big issue. He has a hard enough time opening up with the people closest to him. But he sees other people connecting but not exactly sure why or even how to do anything different. Elite Roadward Research has found the following types of people who travel in relation to conversation. Number one, all business talk all the time. Number two, the person who never asks questions and answers any non-business questions with a short and straight answer. Number three, the person who rarely asks questions, but will answer any questions of them. And number four, a hybrid of both business and personal talk. But the challenge is too many business travelers really don't connect with people on the road. And either, number one, they don't have a clue. Number two, maybe they don't care. And number three, don't know what to do about it. And the largest category is they don't have a clue. Most care, although you definitely don't know the guy who doesn't care. My hope is in this episode, is giving you a clue and will help you to know what to do as in the opening example of Scott, who I hope is listening and thanks for the episode idea. Here's the sad reality though. Too many business travelers actually think they're connecting when they've been disconnected long ago and this episode hopes to change it. Conversation is the oil that keeps relationships smooth. Did you catch that last statement? Conversation is the oil that keeps relationships smooth. But wait, aren't we just on the road to do our deal and get home? You know, get in, get out, and nobody gets hurt? Kinda. Samsonite. I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Yet most of our business relationships have dried up and are in desperate need of the relational oil to smooth things out. Now, I notice this when I'm traveling with someone who tells me they're, quote, in tight with them, end quote, meaning the person we're going to meet. And when I watch the interactions, too many times, it couldn't be further from the truth. It's kind of sad that the person could be so far off and detached from reality. You've more than likely heard the phrase, people do business with people they know People they like and people they trust. Yet so few business travelers actually know and are tolerated as an acquaintance, let alone actually be liked. And they don't even know. Now, I'm not talking about being insecure and going out of your way so everyone likes you. But most business travelers are on the complete other side of that concern. With Scott's concern in the opening story, there are variables to consider. Extroverted or introverted. Public or more private straight to business, or warming up the crowd, if you will. Some people simply don't like small talk. They view it as a waste of time. But there is definitely more conversation than small talk, especially if it has a purpose regarding and regardless of your temperament. I know a few introverted private people who are good, and some are really, really good at conversation. Do you know why? They ask good questions, then they shut up and listen. Imagine that, Road Warriors. And this episode's energy habit focus is perform, which is why we're on the road. Almost all of us want to do our best on the road and perform at a high level, but we're missing something very important and underutilized, leveraging the power of conversation to truly connect with people. So, what are the five conversation levels to connect with people on the road? What is this secret sauce of conversation levels you speak of? Well, you guessed it. We'll find out after this short break. What if you had a journal you can write in for just two minutes a day on the road to let the loved ones back home let them know they were not forgotten? Wait. No more. The Elite Roadware Not Forgotten Journal will be available soon. Go to EliteRoadware.com for more details. Leverage the road to connect with that special someone that will be a game changer for your relationship. Check out the Elite Roadware Not Forgotten Journal today. Have you ever found yourself seeing what someone else does or carries with them on the road that stands out to you? Maybe it's a gadget or an app or a way of doing the road that makes the road easier or brings them energy. I just created my top 10 business travel hacks guide for you and it's absolutely free. You can learn my business travel hacks in minutes, what took me years to develop on the road. Download this guide to help you master the business travel life. All you need to do is go to the show notes found at EliteRoadWare.com forward slash 034 and grab your free copy today the road can be hard it can be difficult to be both productive and effective it's a challenge to stay healthy and in shape and a battle to stay connected with those you love back home but it doesn't have to be this way my new book, The Elite Road Warrior, Six Energy Habits to Master the Business Travel Life, is now available. Now, if you're a road warrior and just tired of where you're at in your business travel life, or you know you have more in you, then this book is for you. There are three versions available. The print version, digital Kindle version, and the audiobook is now available on Amazon. Pick up your copy and continue your journey on becoming an elite road warrior. In the book, Click, by the authors Ori and Rom Brofman, they discuss five conversation levels that I want to bring into the context of the business world. The levels start with the most common and generic to higher levels that are more challenging and require more effort and vulnerability. The first three of the five levels are called transactional conversation. Think about communication that conveys thought-oriented information. Ready to go? Here's level one. And it's called phatic, spelled P-H-A-T-I-C. Think basic small talk. These are simply social niceties. Let me give you a couple examples. It's the how are you? What's going on? How's it going? Nice to see you. These are fillers, and the response is not particularly important <laughs> and sometimes not even wanted. We say these things not because we want to elicit a response, but rather because they smooth out any friction in these social interactions. The irony is, often we don't expect or even want a response. For example, you'll walk into a room or you get in an elevator, you're at the counter of Starbucks, etc. Phatic small talk breaks the awkwardness after you make eye contact. It's necessary. It's normal. And almost everyone does it. Some do it better than others. And those you can tell by their sincerity. And sadly, many business travelers stop right here, level one and done. Fatic in out and out. But level two moves us to what's called factual. So think information, small talk. In this type of discourse or conversation, people share and seek basic bits of of objective, kind of factual data. Give you some examples. I live in Chicago. What do you do for a living? What do you do for fun? I'm a huge sports fan. We're simply seeking and maybe sharing harmless bits of information. They're straightforward observations and no strong opinions are really attached to those comments or questions. It's not necessary, but an easy step and next step after level one of fat a conversation and a loose guess that half of the people in business use factual conversation. But often, if they use it, they don't really care. They're not really listening. It's just more of an obligatory next step to level one. The key here is who initiates the factual conversation level. Did you catch that? Who initiates the factual conversation level? The good in this level is it can be a springboard to connect with another person, especially if you find something in common. Oh, really? You live there? I grew up near there. And a connection happens and we're off. I'm a Bears fan. Most people know that. I end up talking to somebody who's a Packers fan. Guess what? We've got conversation. For that little bit of information right there, guess what? There's a conversation that can be had that goes to another level. And the really good, remember what was mentioned and be able to reference it at another time. Level one, fatic. Think basic small talk. Level two, factual. Think information small talk. But there's one more level here. Level three, evaluative. Well, what's that? Think opinionated small talk. This is where we begin to express an opinion on something about people or a situation. So let me give you some examples. Well, that movie was really funny. I really enjoyed this dinner tonight. This meeting is going to be boring. The Chicago Bears suck this year. Sorry, my own personal anger issues are reflecting in this episode. If the other person agrees or disagrees with our point of view or comment that we just made, then it could affect our relationship with them. Maybe small, maybe a minor detail, but it does give some interaction and a chance for somebody to agree or disagree. In general, Often we're more drawn to people who share our opinions and values. And this is a good level to get people involved, especially if you're talking about or discussing something that people are passionate about, or there can be a few different opinions or sides on the topic. But too often we stop here. And that's only if we're asked our opinion. Remember, these first three levels of interactions, phatic, factual, and evaluative, are called transactional interactions, communication that, that conveys only thought-oriented as opposed to any of emotions within the information. It's only when we cross this threshold, if you will, to the second category called connective interactions that we really make ourselves more, more open and valuable and where we can have the ability to truly connect in this is found in the last two levels of communication. Remember, the point of this episode is to leverage these five incremental levels to connect with people on the road in a way that moves business and relationships. Now, the two connective interactions. Level four, gut level. Think broader but more vulnerable talk. This is where we reveal our feelings about something. It could be a situation or a person, and you really put yourself, well, out there a little bit. I'm out there, Jerry, and I'm loving every minute. For example, I'm disappointed we didn't close this deal. I'm really struggling with something right now. It also may be where we share something very personal about our lives. I don't know if you know this, but I was fired from my last job. I actually went through a divorce. We usually limit these conversations to only the closest people we know. However, when they're used appropriately, these can be very powerful with a wider selection of people. Each of these comments reveals something personal and emotionally laden about the person communicating. And these comments are usually saved for the people, as I mentioned, we already trust and feel some type of deeper connection. So here's a key question. When is gut-level communication appropriate in a business setting? If your job has you come back to the same place over and over and over, this could be a place for more gut-level conversation, level four. You can't drop a gut-level bomb on someone you just meet, especially someone of the opposite sex. you you got to use discretion. It usually requires modeling, meaning you go first. And there are many people through the years on business or friendships and this has become so much stronger because, well, when I went first, given that gut feel, heart talk, the other person has really respected me for sharing this fourth level of communication and our connection dramatically changed for the better. Now, sometimes it didn't happen in a moment, but you could tell they were listening. They kind of leaned in. And you could tell they really appreciate it. Sometimes they'll mention it right away. Other times they'll mention it later on. But it's being willing to go first, modeling it. Being appropriate, but knowing when can you say something? When can you mention that? Hoping that it will change the relationship and go further. That's number four. But there's one more of the connective interactions and the highest level, but also the smallest level by far. And it's called level five, peak. Think deeper, vulnerable talk. This is the highest level of emotional states that are often revealed, kind of our deepest and innermost thoughts, our feelings, our values. Even with those we are closest to, though, we rarely venture into this fifth, well, and very emotional, vulnerable level, what Ori and Ron Broffin, the authors of the book Click, call peak statements, where we share these feelings that are deeply revealing and carry the most risk in terms of how the other person might respond. And they carry two levels of vulnerability. Number one, deep personal emotion, and number two, deep personal opinion. A couple examples. I was very disappointed how you handled the situation and it made me really look bad. Another example, I was really hurt when you said, finish the statement. Or another one, do you really think that I'm that insensitive? All of those examples Did you notice, there's a personal emotion attached to the words disappointment, hurt, insensitivity, but also an opinion about what someone else did or did not do. And the deeper we go, the deeper the engagement we can make. So back to the key question, when is in this instance, peak communication appropriate in a business setting? Well, the most common example, which is often unintentional, uninvited, and regretful is when we get angry. This is when we spew how we really feel and leave carnage in a bloody mess everywhere. I'm not sure if you felt that I have been in a situation that this has happened and it is bad, but it's an example of peak communication, just not a healthy form. And although this is peak communication of anger, not what we want here to build connection on the road. Oftentimes with a coworker, you've known either for a length of time or been around them a ton. And it feels like a very long time. Well, you just all of a sudden feel like you can communicate maybe some of these peak comments. Through the years, I've worked with rep firms or regional directors, and have made it to level five. There are few, but they've happened. We've spent days, weeks, months, and even years together, and the relationship can evolve into peak communication. This fifth and last level can either drive you apart, if maybe the other person is wanting to go there and you're not clicking with that, or drive you closer together, which usually is what happens, and a deeper understanding of each other. This level is for the emotionally intelligent elite road warriors, and they are beloved by all they come in contact with on the road. Let me give you an example. I have one guy that I went, we spent a lot of time together. I ended up meeting his wife and his kids. And as a result of that, a couple times when we were on business trips, we'd spend a few hours and maybe go hiking or do some things together that was on a personal level. This is when level four of gut level Think broader, vulnerable talk. And level five of peak, think deeper, vulnerable talk happened. It was in these moments when our guard is down a little bit more and you feel that sense of resonance between another person and you where you can go to that level. So let's get practical. When is it appropriate and not appropriate to move further into each of these levels? Let me give you five examples. Well, one, it depends on if this is the first time you've met the person. If it is, guess what? Stick to one and two levels. Secondly, how long you're with the person. If it's just a few minutes or a few hours or whether you're an offsite or going through something that is maybe really intense, it's going to matter. How often will you see that person is a third way. Number four, how well you click with the person. Translation, are they engaging back with you and it's clicking between you both? And number five, are you in a one-to-one situation smaller group or larger group all of these variables matter on what level you should be at and when you could go to another level so let's get personal i've learned through the years to ask someone these open-ended leading questions here's three examples what do you think about people like to share their thoughts what do you think about here's another one do you have an opinion or where do you stand on people like to give their opinion especially if it's something that they're passionate about. How do you feel about maybe it's about the meeting or meeting this certain person or the presentation you're going to go through whatever those are leading questions and that question stimulates hopefully a response and if you only remember one thing past the five conversation levels it is this one point the reality is someone has to go first and change conversation levels got that. Someone has to go first and change conversation levels. And why not you? I've chosen the one to be the one that pushes the level. And I may not see the benefit in the moment, but all too often, it almost always changes the relationship for the positive moving forward. Well, how? The correspondence from that point on is always easier. The emails are returned quicker and more punch to them. The phone calls are answered and always just better because they feel more personal. If a text happens, the banter is responded a lot quicker. Now, I had a mentor who taught me a three-stage process for conversation using the acronym, these three letters, A, L, and R. Think of a triangle with a tip as the A, which is asking learning to ask questions to get the first three transactional levels of thought going. So once you ask, then go to the right corner of the triangle, which is the L, listening. Actually listen to the answer given from you asking a question. This will allow you to go to the bottom left corner of the triangle, which is the R, which is responding. This is your turn to engage into what the person said to your question. ALR, asking, listening, responding does not stop there with responding. Some people do this, but then they talk, and they talk, and they talk. And do you know the result? They completely lose the other person in conversation because they've made it all about them. They ask a question so that they, they could listen, so they can really, really only answer. And people smell that a mile away. ALR is a cycle. Begins all over again. You ask a question, and you listen to the response. You respond to the answer, and then you wash rinse, repeat, ask another question, listen to their response genuinely, and then respond to their question. And if you return, you could go and add one more R, and that is remember. When you remember when someone told you, especially if you did the A of asking a question, you'll be shocked at how different the conversation goes the next time. The points you win and credit you get goes exponentially. Doubt me? Just try it. Remember their name, (laughs) imagine that. Remember where they grew up if they gave you that piece of information. Remember their hobby or their favorite sports team or the food that they like. I know this sounds remedial and just so simple, but so, few people are doing it and even fewer are doing it intentionally and effectively. And that should be you. When you do ALR, you will quickly start moving through the five levels of conversation and you will connect with people at a completely different level. So here's some evaluation time. How are you at connecting with people after hearing this episode? Be honest. What levels do you implement? Where do you stop and why? Are you doing ALR of asking, listening, and responding? Or are you doing it only so you could talk and not go back at it to do a wash, rinse, repeat and truly engage in conversation so you can move through these levels? An elite roadworm will evaluate how they're doing on the road and willing to make the changes to get better, not just get by on business travel. Let's land this plane. Connecting with people is key to performing at a high level on the road and truly being effective in your work and with others. So here's a quick review of this episode. There were three transactional interactions. Level one, fatic. Think basic small talk. Level two, factual. Think information small talk. Level three, evaluative. Think opinionated small talk. And then there were two connective interactions. Level four was gut level. Think broader, vulnerable talk. And level five, peak. Think deeper, vulnerable talk. I gave you two quotes. One was, conversation is the oil that keeps relationships smooth. The other quote was, the reality is someone has to go first and change conversation levels. And lastly, we talked about the acronym, ALR. Ask, listen, respond. Go first and then ask questions. Listen genuinely to their answer then respond to your answer with the goal of starting the cycle all over again by asking another question so you can listen and respond. Now, I know there's a lot of content in this episode, so I'd encourage you to check out the show notes for the main points, the links, the key quotes, timestamps, etc. Go to EliteRodroy.com forward slash the episode number, which in this case is 047. And this is one of those episodes. You can respond in a few ways. You kind of listen and think you're already doing this. And then dismiss this. You kind of listen and think, well, it doesn't really matter, especially to you. Or, and this is my hope, you really listen and apply this content on your next business trip or even your next meeting if you're on the road when you hear this episode. If you've not downloaded the Top 10 Business Travel Hacks Guide, you can also find it in the show notes that I gave just a moment ago, episode number 047. Learn the tricks of the trade to get better, not just get by. And it's at a, on sale right now for absolutely free. And I'd love to connect with you, so I encourage you, I challenge you, I double-dog-dare-you road to find me on LinkedIn under Brian Paul Buckley, B-R-Y-A-N, or you can find me on Instagram at Elite Roadwar. And as always, so wherever you are on the road, do something, anything, just, not nothing to master the business travel life. Go and leverage the five conversation levels to connect with people on the road. Become an Elite Road today. You got this.